The following message comes to you from the pulpit of Zion Primitive Baptist Church in Zion, Alabama. For more information, please visit us online at zionpbc.com. I want to welcome you today to the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is an outreach of Zion Primitive Baptist Church, which is located in the Zion community near Gordo, Alabama. I'm Elder Chris McCool, and I serve as pastor of Zion Primitive Baptist Church. We are a congregation of believers in the sovereign grace of God where families worship together through the simple practice of preaching, praying, and singing. If you live in this area or are visiting here, we would love to have you attend worship services with us. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. and the first and third Wednesday evenings at 6.30 p.m. I'm happy to note that our daily podcast is featured on Grace Alone Radio, which you can find at gracealoneradio.net. You can find the schedule on the website, and you can also download an app to your phone so that you can listen wherever you are. Grace Alone Radio is a 24-hour streaming service which carries the message of God's sovereign grace around the clock and around the world. Zion Primitive Baptist Church is located at 9487 County Road 49, Gordo, Alabama. That's near the intersection of County Road 49 and Alabama Highway 159, about 10 miles north of Gordo, Alabama, and about 8 miles northeast of Reform, Alabama. If you're interested in finding more sermons, you can go to our website at zionpbc.com, that's z-i-o-n-p-b-c.com, where you'll find all of our posted sermons as well as a link to subscribe to our podcast. You can also subscribe to our website which will update you every time a new sermon is posted. Yesterday, we began listening to a message by Elder Kenneth Nowell on the topic of watch ye. The message was taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 13. Brother Kenneth had begun using an acronym to explain to us what it means to be watchful. Join us today for the conclusion of this message, which reminds us how careful we must be about what we see and hear in this wicked world. But first, we have a song selection that I hope you enjoy. After the song, please stay tuned for another message of God's sovereign grace from the Zion Primitive Baptist Church pulpit.
separate from this world and that really gonna is gonna help us if we're watching our words and watching our actions keeping our nose in the book keeping our uh, clean the next one is T for thoughts I tell you if you're thinking of evil in this world thinking of things that are not of God what are your thoughts going to be mostly on they're going to be thinking of what you're thinking about, what you've been reading about, what you've been talking about all the days of your life. If we're filling our life up with God, if we're filling our life up with this book, if we're filling our lives up with His gospel, brothers and sisters, our thoughts are going to be more in tune with God's will. Our thoughts. You remember Isaiah said in uh, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, O Lord, whose mind is stayed upon thee. Because why? Because he trusts in thee. Whose mind is stayed upon thee. I wish my mind would stay on the Lord. I wish my mind would just stay focused on his kingdom all the time. I believe that's the reason the scriptures are accurate and the Lord's word was accurate when he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. He understands we have responsibilities in this life. There's things we have to do. You know, I'm a father. I'm a husband. You know, I, I have a job. I got things I got to do. There's things I need to do. But he said to seek ye first. Putting a priority on it. He's one day, That's the thing about blessing us in our life. Brothers and sisters, if you put him first. Talking about marriage. You know, we had a wedding yesterday. If both of, those, uh, if both of them would put the Lord first, it would have blessed them in their marriage. And your job, if you put the Lord first, the Lord's going to help you and bless you in your job. Raising your children up in the right way, if you put the Lord first, He's going to bless you in your life by putting Him first. And it has a lot to do with our thoughts. What we're thinking about, what we're reading about, what's preying upon our mind, what is occupying our mind most of the time. If our mind is occupied by evil in this world and lust and sin, well, that's what's going to be, that's what we're going to be thinking about most of the time. You know, I love that quote by Charles Spurgeon. <clears throat> you can't keep a bird from flying over your hair, or fly, flying over your head, but you can keep him from building a nest in your hair. Thoughts are going to come up. We're, we're, we're falling in sin nature. Brother said, I have some thoughts that come up. I'm like, wow, where'd that come from? Can't keep some thoughts from coming up. 
but you can shoo them away. You can think of something else. You can try to say, leave me. I don't want to think about that anymore. But if we sit there and dwell on it, we allow that bird to slowly build that nest in our hair, it's going to be a problem. Our thoughts. We need to be watchful of our thoughts. Same thing with we're watching our words, what we say, and watching our actions, what we do. We need to be watching our thoughts as well. Sometimes the evil thoughts will come up, and you're, again, like you say, where? Wow, that was, whew, that's come out of left field. Shoo it away. Get rid of it. Think of something else. Open the Bible. Start reading some. Pray to the Lord. Take this from me. Our thoughts and our minds. In Colossians chapter 3, you know, we need to be seeking those things which are above. Not on things of this earth. Seek those things which are above. It kind of goes along with seeking the kingdom of God first. All these things shall be added unto you. Think in our thoughts. You know, if our mind is filled with God's word, if our mind is filled with his scriptures, if our mind is filled with his preaching, if our mind is filled with praise to the Lord, boy, I tell you, you're going to have wonderful thoughts. You'll still have some things pop up. You know, we're on sin nature. <laughs> no one is perfect. But it'll help us to flee and push these things away. That's the thing about coming to the house of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, our prayer should be that maybe I can push the vain and perishable things of this world aside for a little while. That's the wonderful thing about that door back there. You know, we need to have that, you know, that thought that we can close that door. Not that we're trying to keep people out. I want to keep the world out. Just shut it out for a little while. There's, there's too much of the world around. Let's spit and sun with the sound of the gospel here. There's a, this is a precious time that we have. Why not fill it with good things and good thoughts? And especially when we're spending time with the Lord. You know how you can spend time with the Lord? By praying, meditating upon His Word, reading His Scriptures. It's almost like you can have a chance to commune with the Lord. But our thoughts have a lot to do with how we act in this life. If we're keeping good thoughts, if we're keeping the thoughts of the Lord in our mind, that's going to help us. Because I tell you, sometimes some of us <clears throat> were born with a filter. You know what I'm talking about? Thought come up, it comes out. <laughs> some of us were born with a filter, some of us were not. Some of us were not born with that filter. Sometimes thought comes up, it comes out. That's why we need to be watchful of even our thoughts. Amen. Because sometimes whatever comes up doesn't necessarily need to come out. Amen. Aren't you thankful that we all don't walk around with that bubble? Like the movies and everything got written in the cartoons, got that floating bubble right there. Why I'm thinking, boy, sometimes I'm glad a lot of people can't think what I'm thinking. Whew. That'd be bad. But that's how our mind works. This old sin nature of ours. Sometimes we think things that we ought not to. That's why it's important to fill our thoughts with Him. Fill our thoughts with the good things of the Lord. And dwell upon those. The next one is C. For companions or the company that you keep. Is that important? Oh yes. Oh yes. The company that we keep. I tell you, I was growing up, I didn't always keep the best company. 
And I, rem I remember mom and daddy telling me, he's like, you know, don't, don't go hanging around with them folks. They're going to leave you a bad influence. I've been hearing that a lot in my life. You know, those folks are bad influence. You know, a sobering thought is sometimes you might be doing something wrong. I'm the bad influence. It can be a sobering thought. But if we're not watching our words, and especially not watching our actions, and not watching our thoughts, we could be that bad influence. Well, let's pray and let's hope that we're not that bad influence. We're good people. We're trying to do the best we can, right? We're Christians under construction, right? We're always trying to better ourselves. So does it matter what kind of company we're keeping? Oh, yes, it does. It really, really does. You know, there was an old preacher one time talking about he would go off on a preaching meeting. And uh, he'd come home and his little boys, they'd be out in the front yard and it had rain and they were playing in a mud puddle and they'd just covered from mud and head to toe. You know, and they'd come running for daddy. You know, and of course, you know, he'd reach his hands out and pick them up and give them a big old hug. And he said, that nice, clean, white shirt of his. He says, you know what's funny? The cleanliness of that shirt never rubbed off on them, but that mud sure did get all over that white shirt. We need to be watchful and be mindful of the company that we're keeping. Over in, uh, back in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33, Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. Be not deceived. We don't need to be deceived. We don't need to think, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty strong. I can handle this. I've got this. I tell you, if we're thinking, Lord, I've got this, we need to stop. That's the time to stop. Actually, you should have stopped a long time ago, but now is the high time to stop. When we're thinking, I've got this, I'm good to go, I can handle this, we need to stop and think about what's going on. And especially with the company that we're keeping. Maybe it's a good friend that you've had for a long time. Maybe they want you to do some things or go some places that are not good places to go. Not always the best places to go. Maybe it's just a little bit here and there. Oh, it's okay. It's just that one time that we do this or one, one time that we do that. As soon as you start making allowances for one little thing, you'll start making allowances for bigger things. You'll start making allowances for even greater things. And the next thing you know, you're in the middle of it. Talking about one, uh, you know, uh, last weekend, I was, uh, my subject was on having a blessed life. And it goes a long line with you know, watching and being mindful. And if you want to have that blessed life, one of the things we need to do is watch out for things that are going on. And Psalm 1, talking about, that's the first word in the first verse of Psalm 1 is blessed. And blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. Ungodly counsel has been a downfall to many children of God. Amen. Now I say downfall because they're not utterly gone. Right. We can never be separated from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Always hold on to that child of God. Always hold on to that. But he says, blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. 
just like that bird that was flying over, you know, trying to build that nest in your hair, shoo it away. You hear that ungodly counsel, stop your ears up if you can. Try to go away from it. Don't listen to it. You know, does it matter what the company that we, that we keep? Yes, it does matter. But sometimes we don't get to choose the company that we're around. Like with a job or with school. Sometimes you don't get to choose your coworkers, right? I mean, you, you, sometimes you can say, well, I don't want to work here anymore and quit and go somewhere else. But sometimes it's just not that easy. Sometimes we have to be the one that says, I'm not going to listen to this anymore. Sometimes we have to be the ones I'm going to try to remove myself from the situation. Or sometimes we may have to just speak up. I don't want to hear that anymore. Oh, but, but then I'll be singled out. <laughs> sometimes we need to be singled out. Sometimes we need to show the world that we're different. Sometimes we need to take a stand like this. Stand fast in the faith. Sometimes we're going to have to take a stand. Sometimes we need to. You know, uh, evil men triumph when good men do nothing. Sometimes we need to take a stand. Sometimes we may have to be the one that says, um, I don't want to hear that anymore. That's evil. Not good. We may be ridiculed. We may be called one of those Bible thumpers. That's okay. My Lord calls me a son. That's what matters. That's the only thing that matters. What my Lord calls me. He calls me by name. So what if somebody calls me names? So what if I'm ridiculed? So what if I'm singled out? There's been those that have died a martyr's death. There's been those that have suffered greatly. Why should my life be a bed of ease? I need to be mindful of the company that I keep. I need to be watchful, mindful of what's going on around me. There was another proverb, 27, 17, is iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. Like we were talking about, you know, you could be that good influence, but if you're just constantly around bad influences, those bad influences will start to get to you. Never think that we can handle something. Always ask the Lord for help. <clears throat> Evil communications corrupt good manners. And that could be, you know, not so much the company we keep, but maybe the TV shows we watch. Maybe it's the movies we watch. Maybe it's the places we like to go. Oh, now I've quit preaching and going into meddling, haven't I? And it can get to us. Sometimes we, we don't want to give up certain things. Sometimes we're thinking too highly of ourselves. But we need to be mindful of what we hear. Mindful of the company that we keep. Next thing is the heart. Remember what the scriptures say about the heart? <laughs> it is deceitful above all and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's why we have to keep our heart. That's why we have to be mindful of this old heart. That's why this old heart has a lot to do with how we act. How many of y'all remember Psalm 119 verse 11? Psalm 119 verse 11. David writes, says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Why? Why would he hide the word of God in his heart? 
that he might not sin against thee. You know, we can do some wrong to one another. We can do some sin to somebody else. But first and foremost, we sin against God. You remember when Joseph was tempted by Potiphar's wife. And he said, how can I do this and sin against God? It would have been a sin against Potiphar. Yes, it would have. But he said, why should I do this and sin against God? That's who our ultimate authority is. I need to keep my heart in subjective. I need to keep my heart pure. And David says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart. I might not sin against thee. We were talking about having that blessed life and doing these things to be watchful and be mindful so we can have that blessed life. Well, Psalm 119, the very first word, the very first verse is blessed. This one says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. Psalm 1 had that one where it was talking about who walked not in the ungodly counsel. This one was talking about walking in godly counsel. Walking in the law of the Lord. Keeping that word first and foremost. David writes, let hid thy word in my heart. Is our heart filled with his word? Or is our heart filled with the lusts of this world? You know, that's the thing. Some people ask, you know, if the, the spiritual side of you, which one's kind of, it's kind of like war inside of you. You know, my spiritual side or my flesh side. Which one's going to win out? Which one's going to uh, rule my life today? Well, it really depends on which one you feed the most. If we're feasting on the Word of God, if we're trying to do the best we can, living that godly life and reading His Word, filling our heart with His Word and His statutes and His law, I tell you, that's going to help us because the Lord also said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That brings us back to the very first one we talked about our words. That heart, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. That's why it's tough, tough nowadays. Sometimes it seems like people are not filling their life with the Lord. They're not filling their life with gospel. They're not filling their life with these, the holy writ here. Sometimes we go to church, have a wonderful song service. The preaching is amazing. The Spirit of God is felt every to the last prayer. And the first thing we talk about is... Ball game, politics, something else. When we're going fishing next, when I'm going to do some hunting. And there's nothing wrong with going fishing. There's nothing wrong with hunting. I like those things. I like football. I'll be honest with you. I like watching football myself. But we only have a certain amount of time to be here. We only have a certain amount of time to be in his house. Why not fill the time we're talking about the things of the Lord? You know, it's one of the things growing up, I remember after services, a lot of times old brethren, they'd be sitting around, they'd be talking about the Bible. They'd be talking scriptures, asking questions and this and that, and they'd be talking about this. Sometimes we'd have a big meeting, and my daddy being a pastor, he'd have the minister stay at our house, and I tell you, they'd stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning talking about the Bible. 
not much of that going on anymore. And don't you know the children are watching? Watch ye. We need to be watching what we do. Watching what we say. Because our children are going to pick up what's important to us. Is this word important to you? Is living a godly life important to you? It's so needful. They're the next generation coming up. They're our future. Like it or not, they're our future. And if I'm not stressing to the fact that this is important, mom and daddy hold this word in high regard. They're not. They're not going to hold it in high regard. If I drop the ball now, they won't even pick it up later. Watch ye. There's some things we need to be mindful of. There's things that we need to be watching. We need to be watching our heart, guarding our heart against the sin of this world. There's already enough of it out there. There's already enough trouble going on out there enough. I don't need to add to it. Especially in the household of faith. There needs to be no strife in the church. There needs to be just joy and peace within these walls. Or wherever we are. There just needs to be that way. Now, we're all human. It's all human nature. There's sometimes, you know, two people. <laughs> sometimes it seems like we just can't agree on anything. I always remember talking to my old, old boss. You know, he's a staunch Southern Baptist. And he, didn't like, he didn't like our doctrine. There's some things he, he, didn't, he didn't see, he didn't agree with. But, you know, we never had a crossword about it. We never had a crossword about it. I knew I was right, and I knew he was wrong, right? <laughs> no. No, we always had good conversations. We always left with handshake and respect for one another, showing forth that love one to another. Just because we don't see eye to eye on some scriptures doesn't mean I need to write them off forever, right? The Lord deals with his people on his terms, not on my terms. The Lord deals with his people on his terms. That's why it's so important for me to be watchful on how I do. Yes, there's things to watch in this world. There's things to watch out for, but I need to watch me. I'm responsible for me. That's the thing about having children. I'm responsible for my children. I need to be watchful. I need to be merciful. I need to have the Lord's mercy upon me. Because, like I was saying earlier about holding this word in high regard and showing my children that I hold this word in high regard. This is important to mom and daddy. Going to church is not just something we do. It's life. Something we live for. Something we strive to do. Something we have a privilege to come to the house of the Lord. Not just a duty. Yes, I believe it is a duty for the child of God to come each and every time those doors are open. But brother, we need to be looking at it as a privilege. It is a privilege to be known in the kingdom of God. It is a privilege to know that the Lord knows us. And He has allowed us to have this time. So be mindful. Be watchful. And if we want to, be, and that's the thing about being watchful of our actions, our words, our actions, our thoughts, our companions, and especially this old heart. 
You know, so where your heart is, there will your tre- where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I tell you, it's so true. It's so true. It don't take long to talk with somebody to see where their heart is, right? Yeah. Sometimes, it, it, sometimes it's blatantly obvious and sometimes it's not so obvious, but sometimes it's, it's very easy to see where somebody's heart is. And I shudder to think sometimes how I wasn't watchful with my words. I shudder to think how many times I wasn't watchful of my actions. Could I have been that hypocrite? Could I have been that one that turned somebody away? I don't like to think about that. I just ask the Lord forgive me. But it's so needful. And especially for our young ones. They need to know this is important. Young parents, we need to know that this word is important. Grandparents, <laughs> you need to know this word is important. Somebody in your family needs to show them that this is important. This is needful in our lives. You know, I've often heard all the time, uh, I wish life would come with a manual. <laughs> Read this book. I wish children came with a manual. Read this book. I wish my spouse came with a manual. <laughs> oh, read this book. There's nothing else like it. No other book is the inspired Word of God. 2 Timothy 3.16, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Now, I'm glad there's some men out there that have written some wonderful books. And hopefully, it agrees with Scripture. But this is the inspired Word of God. And it tells me to be watchful. So we need to be watchful. Again, Watchful of our words, actions, thoughts, companions, and especially our heart. Thank you for joining us today on the Zion Primitive Baptist Church podcast. I hope the message has been uplifting and beneficial to you and that the Lord will continue to bless you to grow in grace and knowledge of the truth. Join us again tomorrow for another message of God's sovereign grace. If you would like to subscribe to our website, please go to www.zionpbc.com and sign up for email updates. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact the church at zionpbc1847 at gmail.com. That's zionpbc1847 at gmail.com. Or you can email me directly at jchrismacool at gmail.com. That's the letter J-C-H-R-I-S-M-C-C-O-O-L at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you is my prayer. We thank you for listening to today's message. For more information, please visit us online at zionpbc.com.